courting the very glamorous singing star. You want to make it out here? Keep busy. Try not to rust. Watch your six and mind your rats. Coming in hot at three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to the Awkward Introvert's Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast that's going to try and teach you how to stay sane in those times when you just don't know how. I'm Josephine Really, And I'm Zombie Dia. And today we are going to be talking about mental health in video games. Yay! Usually it's me that says hey. <laughs> so I'm glad you did it this time. Well, you can't see me, but I was like doing jazz hands too. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfection. I thought it was fitting. It lifted me spiritually. <laughs> oh, see, okay, here's the thing. I usually do like spirit fingers when I say yay too, so. <laughs> oh, I love it. We're just really in sync. See, if we ever actually get to record together, there's going to be some crazy gestures going on. So, oh, I know, and everyone's going to miss it. I, you I mean, poor souls. <laughs> maybe we'll have to open up to video one day. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, that God. would mean I'd have to be dressed for this. Oh, same. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just want to put a, a disclaimer. Goodness. At the beginning of this, we are not mental health professionals in any sort of way. We never went to school for that. I went to the nope. school of hard knocks, kick rocks. And by that, I mean I didn't go to college, so. <laughs> Love it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years old and I never went to college. Sorry. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. College There's is a lot of money. So, it, but yeah. It, it is, or, you know, like, my college career was not spectacular, so. Yeah. And I think it's it's hard to figure out what you want to be when you're young and don't know right. what the hell you're doing. Yeah. So, but yes, we are not mental health professionals. We cannot diagnose you. Um, if you are having a problem, I we will have resources for that. And we'll put... We will yeah. put them in the description and all that good stuff. Yeah, we have the number and the website for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. And we also have a website called Psychology Today. And what that one does is if you put in your zip code, it will find a therapist for you and it will like list things like what health insurance they take, how much it costs like for a meeting, stuff like that. It'll say if it's LGBTQ friendly. And I was messing around with it today, just kind of check it out. And I, it's, it's a good app, not app. It's a good website. So we will put links to that in our description for this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Do we have anything else we need to talk about before we dive into this? Um, or did I cover it? Probably just that everything we are discussing is relative to us personally. Ah, yes. And whatever works for us isn't going to work for everyone else. It may help someone else or it may, you know, not help at all. Yeah. So this is just catered specifically to what helps us in our personal problems. Yeah, and if it helps you guys, I'm really glad, and if it doesn't, I'm very sorry, but, you know, 
think different things work for different people and there are resources out there that can help you and there are other people who have had your similar experience so every brain is different that's <laughs> uh, true my brain's just a talking rubber duck hanging out <laughs> in a bowl of water mine is a bunch of dancing bears <laughs> that makes sense yeah yep i found okay so this dancing bear video it plays in my head all the time i saw it on facebook like two or three years ago and it's these bears dancing around to sweet dreams <laughs> and I, I every time it pops up on my facebook timeline from when i originally posted it then i have to reshare it because it's it's just accurate that's how my brain oh my just gosh. is like doo -doo -doo -doo. so yeah maybe i'll post it to the podcast page I after this that. episode airs so people know what i'm talking about i have a question for you real fast Yes. When you hear your own voice in your head, do you only ever have it going like one at a time? Or do you have multiple thoughts that run over each other? Okay, so my brain works like kind of like a web browser with mm -hmm. multiple tabs. And so like, I will randomly like have like a tab with music somewhere and I don't know where the hell it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things running over each other. Like there's usually like a specific thing and it, it kind of reminds me of like whatever page you're visually looking at. Yeah. So like, that's like the louder voice. And then there's these other voices. <laughs> but that makes oh me gosh. sound like I have some real serious problems. Well, that's why I was wondering. Cause I thought that everyone had like multiple running thoughts in their heads yeah. and we're like hearing separate, like not separate, separate voices. It's all the same voice. I don't have multiple personality. Yeah, but, like, it's all the same voice, just, yeah, but it's just like, like, different thoughts. Yeah, all going at once. And then I mentioned this to my husband, and he was like, no, I don't have that. That's well, there's <laughs> people who don't have an inner voice either. Really? Which is great. Yeah, there's, it turns out there's a girl I went to high school with who does not have any inner voice. And for the longest time, you know how there's, like, inner voices on some movies? Uh-huh. Like, she thought that was total bullshit made up. What? So yeah. How do her thoughts work? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I am really interested. If anyone has the same thing going on where they don't hear an inner voice, please message us. I feel like every episode there's something like, please, please message me. Talk to me about this one select thing. <laughs> well, it's but, because we want to we wanna be educated. We don't want to just live ignorantly. Like, we want to grow as oh, we And that's really age. interesting. So I right? really am curious as to how that works. Yeah, because, so. like, I have a really, really thin filter. Mm -hmm. So I <laughs> I wonder how, and, like, a lot of the time, like, I think the thing before I say it, but it'll be, like, either briefly, like, as I've aged, it's gotten better, where I think about it for mm -hmm. momentarily instead of briefly before it comes out of my mouth. Yeah. But still, there was always those times of, hmm, should I say it? It's going to piss somebody off. Well, fuck it, do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I really am curious if people just, literally say everything that comes like whatever is in their head since mm -hmm. there's no like inner dialogue or what I'm very fascinated by it yeah I haven't had time to like deep dive into it because I've had other things to research but yeah. but like, I'm very fascinated on it and I'd like to hear some like first-hand experience I do say things that pop into my head sometimes like without meaning to <laughs> it's usually just like random really random stuff Oh yeah, see that that com that completely goes by my filter as well as the random crap. Yeah. 
Oh, and if I get comfortable with people, I will sing at you. So. <laughs> well, well, you know me in the demon voice, so. Yeah, I do remember the demon voice. <laughs> yeah, all the kids are immune to the demon voice. <laughs> that makes sense. They're just used to it. So, you know, if Satan never does sneak into their rooms at night to whisper things, they'll be like, Mom, go to bed. Exactly. It'll be fine. I'm, I'm, you know, making them prepare <laughs> for yeah, the worst. Yeah, just like getting them ready to talk back to demons. Exactly. So, yeah, they'll never stray when they go to a crossroads or something. Right? Maybe they'll start putting salt on their windows. It's fine. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Occult shit for kids? That's fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Anyway, anyway, I think we should start out this episode with your Fallout origin story, because it's very relevant to this topic. Yes. And our listeners have not gotten to hear your origin story yet. They know that mm -hmm. I'm, like, the noobiest of noobs, mm -hmm. <laughs> but they haven't heard yours, yeah. your story, which is more veteran than mine. But not by much, really. Just a few years. Just a couple years. Uh, yeah, so I got into Fallout in 2016. That was one of the roughest years of my life, and I used Fallout 3 specifically to cope with it. So anytime I felt just emotionally and mentally overwhelmed, I'd play it for a couple hours, or I would get some things done around the house and I'd reward myself by being able to play it, and things like that. It's what helped me keep my sanity. It helped keep certain thoughts at bay and yeah 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 because that that was the year that I had to finally ad not admit that I let me think of how to say this in the proper words because I almost said admit defeat but that's not what it was um it was the year that I finally made the decision to go to the doctor and get help so yes it yeah, was, and yeah. I was so proud of you, you because you. you'd been talking about wanting to get help for a while up to that point. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was I was very relieved and proud of you when oh, you were you. like, yeah, I made an appointment with my doctor, and I'm like, yes, you got this. You go, <laughs> Glenn Coco. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was like, it was one of like, it was such a difficult decision, but I knew it came down to either I get a doctor appointment or I wasn't going to live through the year. So, yeah. which is dark to say. And I just want to say to anyone out there listening, like, it's okay. Suicidal ideation is something that a lot of people go through. And if you're going through it, just remember that I went through it as well. And it's still something I struggle with to this day. But remember that it is just a bad day right now. And it's not a bad life. So. You have survived 100% of everything that's been thrown in your way so far. You got this. It's true. But. Yeah. So. Trying to keep this uplifting, guys. Sorry. Right. This is a, this is <laughs> a hard subject. It is so a hard if it subject. Seems a, and it's a serious subject, too. It is. And, like, we joke around a lot, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to our mental health, but that's just how we cope. And yeah. we're not, it's not that we don't take it seriously, because we really do. We know when a serious moment is serious, but we've just known each other for so long. We know, like, mm -hmm. what we can joke to get about together. 
So at any time anyone feels like we're not taking this subject seriously, we apologize beforehand. We are not making light of any topic we no we go over today. No, I mean, yeah, I don't want anyone to feel like that. Yeah. So, um, picking up. So, yeah, I started playing Fallout 3 to help control some of those thoughts and problems I was having. And I got so deep into that game. Like, I was so emotionally into that game. (laughs) It was kind of ridiculous. Like, when I wrapped up playing it, and this is, like, the dorkiest thing you guys will probably hear... When I wrapped up my first playthrough of Fallout 3, I went back to my home in Megaton and I like sat down in my chair and looked around and I was like, bye dog meat, bye Sharon. And I shed a few tears. (laughs) Oh, my heart. And my husband be like, you didn't have to be that dramatic. (laughs) My My heart. But like, at that point, I had been playing. That's so pure though. I had been playing it for a really long time, and I always had dog meat and Sharon with me. And uh-huh. so it was just, like, letting go of that was, like, so hard and sad for me, but I had reached the end. Like, I had done yeah. everything I could do. And then, you know, I went and popped in Fallout New Vegas and started anew in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> moved on from moved on. the previous game. I went and I got my sad boy sniper, and then I got my sassy ghoul grandpa, and then I got my sweet, sweet granny, so... Right. (laughs) Yeah, I moved on, and then once I finished that, I moved on again to Fallout 4, and, you know, it's just been a cycle of moving. Right. And you ended up, like, starting that badass five tattoo piece you've got. Oh my gosh, I love my tattoo piece. Um, I (laughs) I don't think I've ever posted it on our page, I might have to post that soon. I don't think you have either, or at least not the full, or I don't think you've posted the full thing. I think you might have posted, Mm -hmm. like, a picture of, like, the bottle caps on it. Yeah, I think so. I think. I'm not 100% sure. I'll definitely post it if I finally get to work on it more this year, but so far my tattoo artist has not been back, and it's been so sad. Right. Yeah, and I'm loyal. I can't go to someone else. So, <laughs> especially since like he's done all of this work on my Fallout tattoo, and he's also a Fallout fan. Right. And so, so no, it, like, it makes sense, especially yeah. since you're happy with his work to like have him like work on that specific piece. Yeah, I couldn't so. let anyone else finish this piece for me. He, it's got. To be him. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like I had the same problem with like my chest tattoo. Um, like, I got the first parts done years ago, and I just re- or about a year ago now, got, mm-hmm. oh, it's been over a year now, like a year and a couple of weeks, I got the rest oh. done, but mm-hmm. that, by someone else, but that was only because the original artist had left, he had moved out of state. <laughs> oh, no. So he was gone, gone. <laughs> oh, sad day. Right. But it's okay. Hi. Oh, yeah. Piece turned out good. I'm happy with it. It needs to be touched up right now, but mm-hmm. that's okay. That's a lot of my tattoos. They need to be touched up right now, so. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I have a bad habit of getting line work done and then never getting coloring done, so. (laughs) Fair enough. It's, yeah. Which is terrible, because I love tattoo coloring. I think it's so pretty. Right. Yeah. We're getting a little off topic, but to tie it in, getting tattoos is a lot like therapy. It feels so good 
Like, I know that sounds weird because yeah, it hurts, but there's just like something very emotionally freeing about it for me. Yeah, so. well, there's a lot of people that get tattoos when mm-hmm. they're going through some shitty shit too. Yeah. So it kind of ties in. Not quite to what we were going to discuss, but it still ties in. Yeah, it ties in. I got. I'll the- allow it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I got the majority of my tattoos are all things that helped me get through hard times, so. Yeah. And when I say majority, I mean all of them, so. <laughs> right? Like our little, our little Tiku Sprouts. Yeah. Our friendship tattoo. Oh, we should post our friendship tattoo. We should it's, post It's our not relative tattoo. to freaking Fallout or the Apocalypse, but. But it's precious nonetheless. It is. <laughs> Perfect. It is. We got it on, like, our 18th year of friendship. Yeah. Something like that. We got it in 2015, so five years ago. Wow. That's so crazy. That was such a long time ago. I know. I didn't realize <laughs> it was that until I said it, and I'm like, oh. Wow. Blast right? from the past. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, coming back to the topic, I sat down and I read some articles because I've always considered this kind of stuff to be escapism, where you play video games to help. And there's a lot of pros and cons to it from what I found. Yeah. Yeah. And so the pro to it is it does work. It is good to get out of your own head and get somewhere else. I think a lot of people who did those studies look negatively on video games, though. Because yeah. almost a lot of them seem a little biased, being like, oh, they're not healthy. But it's like, okay, but this is more immersive than reading for me. Right. And yeah, I had a hard time doing research for this episode because there seemed to be a lot of biased articles. And I couldn't find a, just a lot of credit, credible mm-hmm. articles to begin with. And there was a whole lot of sifting through um people just naming anyone who plays video games as having video game addiction yeah or going the whole video games make people violent route and so I had a hard time and it's not that I was opposed to reading those it's just that they seemed very biased yeah it didn't I don't know and I I there there are people who are addicted to video games and there are and you know like Mm -hmm. There are people who are susceptible to violent imagery, but yeah. that's not the mass majority. Holy crap, I cannot talk today. You're doing great. Ooh. I believe in you. Yeah. Thank you. So, like, I read some articles that listed, like, pros and cons of them, and it's really what it comes down to is finding a balance. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine to go play games to get out of your own head and get out of this world for a while, but you got to make sure that you're not staying there. Yeah, exactly. It's the same with everything, though. Yeah. Like, you need to, like, watch how many sodas you drink a day, how much porn you watch, like, everything. There is a balance. And then yeah. there's it being fine and there's it being an issue. If you're, re- if you're neglecting your responsibilities, then it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... What I've always done is because I live under a blanket of guilt constantly. So if I don't get things done, I feel guilty. So usually I'll yeah. pick a few tasks to get done and then I'll play for a little while. And that's kind of how I balance it out for myself. Right. And so, but, and I even, I've talked to my therapist about this even and was like, okay, well, this is like one of the ways that I 
kind of help control my anxiety. And he's like, hey, that's great. That's wonderful. If you can do that for a little while, that's fine. Everyone needs a break. And right. if this is a break for you, then that's fine. So Exactly. Everybody needs something that it's going to help them unwind. It's mm-hmm. just like we said before, it's a balance. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's my thoughts on the escapism portion of this. I agree. (laughs) So, Tia, what does depression and anxiety look like for you? Um, like, what I used to cope with it, like, video game-wise? Yeah. Yeah? Well, okay. So, like, when I, okay, my brain, I've already said, it works like a web browser. Yeah. And it's just everything going on at the same time. So, like, when I have anxiety or particularly anxious, then all of those tabs are really, really, really loud. And, like, I can do something, but that's only, like, blocking out one tab in my head. And, like, the rest is still, like, going in the background. Like, a whole bunch of jumbled different songs or people yelling at each other. Yeah. So, what I do... When I'm really, really struggling with my anxiety is I like to play something simple. Like, if usually it's Minecraft because it's, it's not mentally taxing to play Minecraft, at least the way I play it, but I don't play it seriously. I play it like, like a six-year-old boy, so. I love that. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm cute. just like mining my stone building a waterfall, building a castle, just killing some creepers, oh just gosh. like definitely not like trying to like go to the end or anything. I'm just taking my time, making my place look pretty. That's <laughs> but, so cute. I love it. <laughs> so, I'll be playing Minecraft and but I also listen to like a podcast like mm-hmm. in my my with my headphones too. So then my brain is multitasking on separate things and then it seems to quiet the tabs because there's more things going on in my head that I'm actually trying to focus on so I'm like listening to a true crime podcast and I'm like watching whatever stone I am and I'm like mining and fighting whatever mob comes my way (laughs) so it helps me and then I'm like oh okay cool I can fall asleep tonight without thinking about all these things that I really can't do shit about. Oh, that's so nice. I like that. <laughs> it's, it works for me. Yeah. That's what and then, and then, like, when I'm, when I'm depressed and I just, like, it's, it's almost the exact opposite. Like, like, the browser crashed. It's like, it's quiet but in a bad way. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's just like more like people whispering. It's not so loud. It's quiet, which is not good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then I, so I play games that I have, I have to have like a core mission in Mm -hmm. like the last, the last game I played like start to finish was, um, well, while I was, um, going through some crappy crap was um, State of Decay 2. And so I was focused on finding survivors and helping other survivors to not be eaten by zombies. And 
like getting a better base and getting electricity for these people (laughs) and finding food supply and it's like oh I'm helping these people (laughs) so I'm doing some sort of good when my brain's just not feeling good (laughs) oh that's nice that's awesome yeah yeah other times I'll just do like if I'm not like one extreme or the other I'm just kind Mm -hmm. of like in the middle (laughs) I will keep my brain distracted by playing like word puzzles or like number puzzles like strategy like little strategy games Mm -hmm. and things like that it's like oh okay I'm going to I have to think about what word fits with these pictures or whatever you know something kind of dumb like that or like one of those bubble pop games it's like okay I'm gonna try and get unlock whatever in 10 levels (laughs) yeah so yeah those are the types of games I play depending on how sick my brain is feeling that day. That's cool, though. That's, like, a, those are really good ones to play, I think. And it's cool that you got, like, different ones for different coping. Yeah. So, little fun fact about me. I cannot play word scramble games. They make me very angry. Like, oh, well, see, that's fair. See, my coping mechanism does not work for you, and that's yeah. completely fine and normal. Like, I, yeah, I just want to get the answer right, and so if I can't figure it out, I get more and more frustrated, and then I have to walk away, and then I'll come back (laughs) and sit and try and figure it out, and I'll have to walk away again, cool off. (laughs) So, yeah. Fair enough. I'm too tenacious in my trying to solve things, and yet I'm not a good solver, so. Oh my gosh. Um. I, I'm kind of, like, I love, like, puzzle game like, puzzle roleplay games, like mm-hmm. The Legend of Zelda and, yeah. like, Greedfall and things like that. Like, I love, like, ex- like, that's another type of game I, I like to play when, like, I, I don't know, like, when I'm having, like, anxiety and depression at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, when, like, everything is, like, just, like muted but still scrambled in my brain i like to play something where i can go treasure hunting basically and i go and have to pick up all the items and i gotta go find all the markers on the map or (laughs) some little goal like that so i'm not necessarily helping people because that's not what i need at the moment so i'm accomplishing some task but it means something yeah (laughs) so it's still some dumb little task like i do when i'm when my anxiety is really bad like, find but, all 100 ghost cultulas? Exactly. Exactly yeah. like that. Or, like, in in Greedfall, like, they have campsites that you can unlock and, like, um... Oh, crap. I can't think of what it's called. Like, um, ritual altars. So, I, like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go find all of these tonight. <laughs> like, that I'm gonna pick fun. an area, go pick them. So. That's way yep. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, how much we played Legend of Zelda when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Like, I never, like, we, like, every aspect of our life was kind of consumed with The Legend of Zelda. I didn't, like, understand what that meant until we were in our late teenage years. Yeah. It was like, oh. oh. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I used to, 
because I'm an introvert, obviously. I don't know why I mentioned that when I it's in the name. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I used to, like, just sit in my room and play Zelda over and over and over and over again. Like, right. And, I'm like, just, we yeah. even played Zelda when we were playing outside. Yeah. Like, we literally just, like, breathed Zelda for <laughs> our whole childhood. <laughs> we really did. It was... Oh, yeah. And I didn't understand that we were using it to cope with different things until later on. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, damn, this makes sense now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, escaping from reality. Yep. Since we were very young. <laughs> right? <laughs> that sounds bad. It does sound bad. It's, it's true. It's fine. It's true. We're talking it's about fine. it now. We're, I'm in therapy. We're doing well as people. We're growing. Right? <laughs> but that's, like, the very reason why we got the friendship tattoos that we got. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Was all of those many, many hundreds, maybe thousands of hours, we were doing Gosh. something Zelda-related. I don't even remember how many times we played that game. It felt like we finished it, and then we just started again. Oh, that's what we did, like, over and over. Like, we had our, like, main, like, I think we, like, saved our first, like, mm-hmm. playthrough together. Yeah. And then, like, on the second save file, we just started again. Yeah. And then we'd start it again. And we'd start it again. <laughs> like, we had that game down pat. Oh, yeah. I could like, probably, like, I, the last time I played, played, I didn't finish it because I got busy with life. Yeah. But the last time I was played mostly through it was 2016 I think nice it's been a hot minute for me yeah but like I still remembered where all the little things were hidden yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to fire it up soon and have my kids watch me play it and see if I can find where all the skulltulas are still <laughs> nice I remember there was one in particular that escaped us for quite a while oh yeah and it was remember... one of the ones you had to get like as a child and you can't go back for it it's yeah. like a one-time-and-done thing before you ever know that you're supposed to collect those little bastards. Was it one in the Deku tree? Is that what it was? I No, because you can go back there. I think it was in... Um, I can't think of what it's called, but... Um, Dodongo Cavern. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's in there. Or the one I'm thinking of was in there. Yeah. I don't you know. You can't go back there as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to play it now, see what I can figure out. Right? Maybe as soon as I get as soon as I get my N64 from Arizona, yeah. I'm going to have to fire it up. Exactly. It's important that we start entrench- entrenching it into our children as well. So Yes, it is. <laughs> my youngest is obsessed with Breath of the Wild, though, so and he's better at it than I am. Oh, no. <laughs> he's beat Ganon, like, multiple times. It's nice. hilarious. He'll just walk up all casual. He's like, I'm going to go fight Ganon. It's like, okay. <laughs> Have fun. You enjoy that. It's like being like Ash from Pokemon's mom. I know. Good luck. <laughs> Have fun on your adventure. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. guess that's the new mom I strive to be is Ash Ketchum's mom. <laughs> oh, That's fair. She's just... She's doing fine. She's not worried about her kid at all. <laughs> yeah, and they're like 9 or 10 when they go on their adventure. And oh, I didn't I realize that until like way, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> Dude, well, I had to tell somebody and break their heart. 
that uh, Jesse and James are teenagers. They're only, like, 15. And right. the particular person I was telling this was rolling up a very inappropriate poster of them. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> oh, no. I but see, know. like I said, I didn't realize that everyone in that series was so young until oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. They were because like... I tried watching the remake of Pokemon, and I just I couldn't. Oh, it's awful. I, there's, there's something about the animation style that I just can't. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. It looks like it got bastardized American style. Yep. You know, like how when Americans try to do anime, and it's just it's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was, that's, that's how it was for me. It was not good. So, so I made it through one episode and was like, well, I let's find something leave. else to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult like that. Yep. We got sidetracked, but we're still kind of on topic. So. <laughs> Anyways, I wa- let's I talk be. about the kind of games oh, okay. you use to cope mentally. Okay. So... Apparently my anxiety is a lot like yours. I never really thought about it as tabs. I kind of think about it as multiple me's in a room all trying to get their point across. Oh, So yeah, they're just yeah. sitting there just shouting and it's like, please shut up. And so it's so loud. And then at one point I just, I can't even understand what anyone is saying. It's just yelling. My brain is screaming. Yeah. And so, when things are that bad, I like to play games that are really deeply immersive, and I like to go on the big quests and save people, do things, so that's, like, a good time to go and do main quests in games. Right. Yeah. Because, like, once I get that progress going, it feels good, and everything quiets down. Yeah. It's nice. And then, my depression... It's just, it feels gross. I feel tired and I feel heavy. I don't like it. Everyone's quiet, but it's just like, yeah, it's just hard. I can't think of a better term, but I would say that that's funny that we, like our brains are similar in that aspect when that they're depressed. They're just, it's quiet. Yeah. Like, it's obviously not funny, but I can't think of a better term to use. Yeah. But it's just because, yeah, it's quiet, Mm -hmm. but not a good quiet. Like, the creepy quiet when you're watching a horror movie, and it's like, oh, shit's about to go down. Yeah, it's not a fun, pleasant quiet. But that's a good time to do just a menial, is that the word I'm looking for? Just repetitive things, so, like... Yeah. In Fallout 4, for example, I never minded Preston Garvey giving me multiple things to do for the Minutemen. Because when yeah. I was depressed, it was like, cool, yeah, I'll go save this place, and then I'll go over this place and save this place. It's fine. Right. And so that's... I don't know. And if I didn't feel like doing it right then, I didn't do it right then. But when right. I was depressed, having, like, tasks that were easy to accomplish, they were yeah. just nice. It was nice to do it. Yeah. And right now, I'm not doing bad mentally or emotionally. I'm kind of like, it's wavy a lot. So yeah. I'll be fine one minute, kind of stressed the next, kind of depressed. And so currently right now, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing because it's not a game that requires a lot of thought. And so I just list out the tasks I want to do in it, and I do them in order, and it kind of helps me out. And like you, I listen to a podcast while I do that. 
Yeah. And so that's been really nice as a way to, like, cool down before bed or, like, start up the morning. Right. So, yeah. That has been my coping Very ways. interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really interested to hear what everyone else does, if they have, like, any specific games that they like to play. Right. Things like that. So if you do and you want to talk to us, let us know. Yeah. Like, we want to hear about it. Like, yeah. recommend us some games that might also, fit yeah. into what we're looking for. Please. I would love to play more games. <laughs> so. Right. I mean, I am currently doing a run of Breath of the Wild and a run of New Vegas, and I'm still doing a lot in Animal Crossing, but... Oh, wow. Yeah. You got a lot going on. Well, you know me. Like, I jump from thing to thing like crazy, so I'm... I have a lot of games I'm playing, and I also have a lot of projects I'm working on, <laughs> so... That's fair, because, like, my, my current... I'm currently, like, halfway through Need for Speed Heat... Mm-hmm. For the first time. And I also am partway through Greedfall for the first time. Nice. So, so yeah. I, I feel ya. Yeah. Then yeah. I have my never-ending Minecraft world that I've literally been working on for the last five years. I should it just keeps you... expanding and getting weirder. <laughs> getting weirder and weird. That's fine. So, I should send you uh, my list of crafts I'm working on. But... Oh, God, I bet it's scary long. The yeah. last time you sent it to me, it was it was quite a hefty to-do list. Yeah, and I haven't even, like... Because I want to get a jump start on people's presents for the coming year. That's and a good I, idea. I Let's, honestly, it's a gr- Especially since you do a whole lot of homemade things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, starting in July is a very good idea. I know. I need to figure out what people want. What do you want, Tia? Tell me. I want your love and affection. Aww. Do you want me to cross-stitch you, like, a butt or something? I, I still want a cactus in a pot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. That's easy. Because they're so adorable. Oh, <laughs> and I saw your your recent post on Instagram where you have, like, your little pot cactus, um, like, as your pin cushion, and I was just like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that was very handy. So I bet. So, yes, I still would love to have a little potted cactus because I wouldn't be able to kill it like I have three real ones oh yeah yeah hey I've got oh one. man so my mother-in-law was down for the weekend or up for the weekend uh-huh. and um she was going to buy me a plant as a gift oh. and DJ is like well Tia has killed three cactus <laughs> or cacti <laughs> and oh, no. so she got me this really cute um fake flower um, thing to hang on the wall. <laughs> and it's adorable, and I can't Smart. kill it. So I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a good thing to not, you know, <laughs> kill the first plant my mother-in-law gives me. <laughs> yeah. I feel probably. like that'd be a bad omen. So. Dude, my plants are flourishing this year. It's been exciting for me. I mean, oh, I my, my house plants are doing okay. They're not doing great, but they're better. <laughs> but... I have the most exciting news. I'm growing a potato. Yay! I know. I went out there and I was like, what is this plant? So I sent a picture to my plant expert who went to school for plants. That's what I think your degree is. It's called plant. Anyway. (laughs) And I was like, is this a potato? And she was like, yeah, that's a potato plant. (laughs) And I was like, I can survive the apocalypse now. I can grow potatoes. 
Heck yes. I, I want to try and I want to get a couple of house plants, but I'm scared because yeah. I killed cactus. So <laughs> did you overwater need... the cactus? Okay. Here's the thing. Kay. The first one I overwatered. Okay. The second one I underwatered. And I don't know what happened with the third one. It just died too. <laughs> it committed suicide. It saw what you had done before. Yeah, it it saw what I had done to its brethren and it was like, nope. Eat itself out the window. It's fine. <laughs> so I need I need a hearty house plant because I want house plants because I feel like I need some green in my apartments. But I'm I'm scared that they're all just gonna wilt and die and just be like, nope. We know what you did to the cacti. You should try a peace lily. I've got a couple of those and they're pretty hardy. They have lived through my neglect a lot. I so. need the grandma lily of houseplants. Can, what if we painted her on a pot and then we planted a lily in that pot? Oh my god, how cute would that be? Oh my god. <laughs> Something hearty, but sweet. <laughs> oh, I think I just figured out a new business venture. Yes. Oh gosh. Alright, well we're gonna get back on track now. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to take some time before we ended and talk about some coping mechanisms that I have learned in therapy. Yay! Um, yay! I'm excited to hear this. Like, genuinely. That might have came off sarcastically, but I am genuine, genuinely interested. No, oh, it's good stuff. So my therapist described my anxiety, or people's anxiety in general, it's like a funnel. So you're at the bottom of the funnel... Wait, hold on. Let me think of how he explained this. <laughs> no. Okay. So you're at the top of the funnel and everything is spread out. So it doesn't feel like it's as much. But when you get to the bottom of the funnel, everything is closer and overwhelming. Uh-huh. So it's important to try to keep yourself up at the top. So just throughout the day, make sure you take some deep breaths and you ground yourself. And my, uh -huh. fav my favorite grounding exercise, and there are others... And you really ought to look into them. But this is the one that I've been using. Is um, I call it the 54321. I don't know what its actual name is. But I look for five things I can see. Four, three things I can hear. Three things I can touch. Two things I can smell. And one thing I can taste. And while you're doing that, like just slow down your breath. And it helps you. It helps kind of keep you up at the top. And it's not like that's a, very good. Yeah, I, I like that. Except for when I'm, you know, you know yeah. how my sarcastic ass is. It's like, what do I taste? Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's still a taste. It still works. <laughs> One of the time, like actually a few of the times, the thing I tasted was my nasty, dry mouth. So, <laughs> hey, that's fair. It that's still fair. works in grounding you. Right. It, that's true. Yeah. So just like. Even if you don't do that grounding exercise, make sure you take a few times a day and just, like, take a few deep breaths and recenter yourself. I think that it's one of the most important things you can do. Honestly, like, that that grounding exercise you just talked about, mm -hmm. I know I just made a joke about it because I'm <laughs> a jerk, but, no. <laughs> but you told me about it a few weeks ago when I was saying that I was having a really hard time with grocery shopping anymore mm -hmm. just because there's, like, so many people and then like 
my mask makes my glasses fog up for the most part. And I found a trick that actually works. My glasses only fog like the teeniest bit now. So yeah. that's nice. Nice. But yeah, okay. But um, I'll get to the tip in a second mm-hmm. so that I don't distract myself. Because my brain's just like, all right, let me tell you. <laughs> but yeah, no, I actually used that when I went grocery shopping a week or two ago. And I helped a lot. I was all like, okay, there's all kinds of things in here. I can smell things and see things. And oh, man, I'm so glad. So it, it really, it truly did help me. I know I was just a smart ass about it, but it truly helped well, me when I really needed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love you for your bluntness, so... Oh, God. I remember I was well, I'm just... glad someone does, because sometimes I know it's a little too much for a lot of people. Sometimes you were very blunt. I remember there was one time I was, like, describing this book to you that was, like, talking about how to get children to open up and talk about their days or something like that. It was a long time ago, and I was trying uh-huh. to explain it, and you just sat there for a minute and you go, that's dumb. Oh, <laughs> and I was no. just like... Oh. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I found it, like, hilarious is the thing. Oh, God. Like, no, I see. laugh about it still. Oh, no. No, like, I have grown a lot. Yeah. I probably wouldn't say it in that <laughs> term anymore. <laughs> I've, I've asked people straight up, I'm like, are you just stupid? <laughs> or... Oh my gosh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, had to no, say that No, it's day, fine. But... <laughs> You're just a blunt person, and that's okay. It, you know what, I, I like to be around people who are going to tell me, like, how it is, instead of, you know, be like, oh, everything's fine, and then, you know, talk smack later, yeah. and it's like, hmm, I thought everything was fine, eh? <laughs> eh, yeah. I've never had to talk smack about you, if that helps, so. Oh, I'm surprised, <laughs> because there's a lot of history we got. I know. I've never, like, really And I've done a lot you. of dumb crap that you know about, so. Yeah, I've been stressed for you and worried about you. <laughs> so, I'm well, just mother-henning you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're just not like, this dumb bitch. <laughs> Because well, when I say honestly, that, I wouldn't even be mad about it because it <laughs> would be deserved. But I say dumb bitch with the utmost amount of love. So, <laughs> right? Didn't we, we? I think we talked about this a couple episodes. Um, oh, I called somebody a butthole and in a caring way because <laughs> I didn't call them an asshole. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, we came up with a code word. For the C word, which is a word I don't want to say on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's like the okay. Y'all know my how my language is. That's the one word that you know if I ever say it, then like no. I am like about to just like rage into the sun because I am so mad because I that's like the one word I don't like. I know. Well, that's how my sister in law is. So we came up with this code, and then every once in a while it's like, why are you being such a salty cucumber? <laughs> and yeah, that's our that's our different way and we say it with a very so much love in our hearts i love that that's so. perfect i love you bitch no <laughs> that's exactly how it is oh man 
but yeah! That's all the coping mechanisms I've got for now. Other than staring into the abyss and holding demons' hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But something I really came. Kind of, kind of, um, same subject, kind <laughs> of. Okay. But, like, I had talked about earlier how, like, when my anxiety is really high, I, use, I play video games and I listen to podcasts. Like, when I'm depressed, if I can't um, find a game that's just doing it for me, mm -hmm. then I like to listen to Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, I like, love that one. Because, yeah, it's just, it's weird enough in the right sort of ways. Yeah. And then they'll say some things, and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> like, partly, or is it, what is it? Like, mostly vo void, partly stars. Oh, like, I, I think love about that, that one. I think about that a lot. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That one's a oh, really yeah. good one. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of The Poisoner's Cabinet, because it's <clears> interesting. <throat> what it is, is they make drinks using a theme, uh huh, and then they talk about... A poisoning in history. Oh, really, it's interesting. That sounds cool. I love it. It's so good. So yeah, here is our little podcast recommendation corner on our podcast. I guess. Right. <laughs> this is our other our recommendation corner. Maybe someday <laughs> it'll be a movie or a book or a podcast. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely will never ever recommend to you Day of the Dead Bloodline though. Never. Ever. Mm -mm. I wouldn't even... I don't even know if I would want my enemies to go sit... have to sit through that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I might, though, because I wish they would step on Legos. <laughs> oh. it's, it's about the same. It's like the visual equivalent of stepping on Legos. Oh my god, it really is the visual equivalent of stepping on Legos. <laughs> that movie was so painful to watch. <laughs> Like, I, it's been a couple weeks now, and I'm still not over it. I mean, how do you get over that? I think that I should bring it up in my next therapy session and be like... You said you might, and I kind of... <laughs> I honestly kind of really want you to. <laughs> Just so you could be like, so I talked about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing with my therapist. I, I really like him, but he is not into nerd culture at all. Oh no, so he doesn't quite get it. Yeah, so he's like, that, when, that's I, fair. when I first talked to him about cosplay, he's like, what is that? <laughs> it's like, oh You're no. You're like, well, let me tell you, sir. <laughs> let me tell you, I stress craft so many things. <laughs> you know what you should have done? You should have, like, dressed up in your whole Raider, Raider cosplay for the next therapy oh, session. Oh my god. You'd be like, this is it, this is cosplay. <laughs> that if I wore my salt priestess dress into the office, I would be committed. So <laughs> full makeup and everything. Full makeup. That's a that's a lot of makeup that goes into that one and there's a lot of dead animal stuff on me. So <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, maybe skip that one for therapy, but yeah. um, like your your vault suit one. Well my vault suit would be a good one. Right. I like that one. That one's pretty comfy. I do want to design a vault suit that's two pieces, though, for cons. Yeah. Because I would like to pee easily. You know what? That, you know, that's a necessity, so... It is. It is. And that's what I explained to my niece, who was thinking of getting into cosplay, and I was like, okay, listen, when you're making a costume, think about how it's going to be to wear that costume for hours on end, 
and how it's gonna be to go to the bathroom into it in it not into it obviously but in it right right <laughs> but no that is some sound advice yeah because like, yeah if if you have certain things you're gonna have to get like damn near naked to pee and then you're gonna have to put all that right back on dude that's what i feel like when i wear all of the stuff with my vault suit so i have oh, to- it when I go into the bathroom, I gotta take off the pit boy, I gotta take off the shoulder armor, I gotta take off that big heavy ass belt, and then it's like whole suit's gotta go down. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a whole process and I usually go into a larger stall for it. So Oh, I I don't doubt because yeah, there there's a lot that goes into it. And yeah. there's a lot that goes into some other costumes I'm, oh I've seen gosh. too so you definitely would need the handicap stall just to yeah have a pee break I see some people's costumes sometimes and I am like but how do you pee pee tell me your secrets <laughs> <laughs> I need to know <laughs> how do you like uh, even just exist right it looks exhausting there are some creative ways but <laughs> oh my gosh but uh, I or love... you just hold it all day yeah you just hold it you just you know, you get real dehydrated. That's the secret to cons. You get oh God. dehydrated and you don't really eat. And yeah, you sleep random places at the cons and that's how you survive. No, kids, please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to have freaking Josephine really walk up to you. Yeah. Hey, sweetie, you need some water? Ah, hydrate yeah. or dehydrate. <laughs> I'm going to dress up in my anime mom costume and I'm going to go past like water and snacks out. Oh, <laughs> so, that would be adorable. That really would be. I'm considering that. That so. would be so cute. <laughs> like, Please world, get your shit together so that these things can happen again. I need to go back to cons. Let me go. <laughs> I need some new tattoos. <laughs> I want to go frolic freely in the outdoors. I know, right? I am ready. And it's like, oh, it's so hard right now. Because it is. It feels like we're just going in a continuous circle with this. Right. And it's like, oh, I remember, like, beginning of this me being like, oh, yeah, this will definitely be done by summer. And then right. definitely be done by the end of summer. And now, here I am, a broken woman, realizing that even when the clock ticks midnight on December 31st, it's not gonna be over so god right yeah no it's like it's creeping into fall and that's where the source of most of my anxiety is right now is like school stuff for the kid my for my kids i'm just like oh god and all this all the things that have like needed to be put on hold like that are important that i can't Mm. get done because everything is still closed like appointments that need to happen Mm -hmm. but there's nowhere to go for them (laughs) I moved states, so there's a whole bunch of stuff I need to get finished for that, but I can't do because none of those offices are open yet. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. a stress ball. It's fine. Yeah. And that's why we play video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I just realized? I never said anything about my face mask tip. But. Yes. Yeah. Please tell. Save a so, life. I wear glasses every single day. I used to wear contacts, and then I got pregnant with my first son, and I got lazy. And that is the only reason why I wear glasses 24-7. Okay, not 24-7. I take them off to sleep. 
Because yeah. I don't want to ruin them because glasses are freaking expensive. Oh but I wear glasses. And one day I might wear contacts again. But right now I don't. And I just said that like three times in three different ways. That's because <laughs> I'm nervous. It's fine. <laughs> but okay. Face mask thing. So I saw I was having problems with it. And it was causing me to have panic attacks at the grocery store. Because I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm okay with, like, not breathing well. But when I can't breathe and I can't see and then I'm just like, oh, God, I can't do the things. I should just, like, run and hide in my car and cry (laughs) and, like, make it worse. But I saw, so I tried the whole, like, putting, like, shaving cream on, like, the lenses and different soaps and sprays and none of it worked for me. Like, it was all just foggy, foggy, foggy. Mm -hmm. And I tried putting my, like, nose piece on, like, tighter against my face and it's still, like, Somehow my glasses kept getting foggy. Well, I was randomly scrolling through the Facebooks at like two in the morning. As <laughs> and you do. Someone, yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, someone suggested putting tissue paper like on the bridge of the mask, like uh, like under the mask over your nose, because like the moisture would be soaked up by the tissue paper. And so oh I gosh. was like, then my next, yeah, right. So my next trip to the grocery store. I grabbed one of the napkins out of the the um, jockey box, folded it up, put it on my nose, tightened my mask over it, and there was very minimal fogging on my glasses. Ooh, that was a hot tip. Yeah, and That's like amazing. the little bit of fogging it is, is if I like am like readjust because you know how you like need to breathe differently with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Well, like I never leave my house, so like the only time I have to wear a mask is when I go to the store because it's the only time I leave my house is to go mm-hmm. grocery shopping. So, like, I have to, like, just, like, adjust that for, like, a like, couple minutes of being, like, okay, I need to breathe like this so that the air, like, goes down instead of up. And then it's fine. Like, I have minimal fogging for the first, like, couple minutes, and then I get my, like, hour in the grocery store done. And it takes an hour because I got a lot of mouths to feed. <laughs> I got a lot of kids, guys. Yeah. I got an, my own basketball team. I'm just kidding. Not quite there. But <laughs> everyone always teases me that I should just have a few more and just... You know, have no, my no, own no. team. Like, do you see how many little faces I have here already? And the it's thing fine. is that you can't have anything but boys. So I think <laughs> that you're cursed to only have boys. Well, it it runs in my fiance's family. They they don't have any born women in their family. They're all adopted or married in. So oh my god. Oh, yeah, I'm serious. It's like a hundred years or something since the last like born in daughter. What the hell? Did, yeah, are like, they cursed? Generations. They might be. I don't know. They're pretty cute, though. <laughs> Fair like, enough. My kids are all adorable. It's true. Like, it's so true. <laughs> my guy and his brothers all seem decent. Like, his dad's a decent guy. Like, they're good men. I don't know why they're cursed. Maybe they're just cursed to make good men for more Maybe. people in the world. You shall have a strong bloodline, some ancient witch said. Right? And there you go. Very strong bloodline. So, yep, we got an army of sons, and <laughs> boys eat a lot, even when they're just little. Oh, my gosh. I swear the tiniest one eats the most. It's fine. He's got grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. I don't know how you feed so many mouths. I'm struggling. <laughs> oh, God. But... It, it, it's called... I'm called trying not to pull my hair out being like oh my god okay honestly you just get used to it yeah so at yeah. first it's like wow this is like a lot of 
like a big ass pot and then it's like oh i'm used to it and then you try to use something smaller and it's like this isn't gonna work (laughs) yeah at least you don't have to work around dietary issues though oh yeah for that that, i'm grateful yeah for those who don't know i can't eat gluten and no it's not because i'm trendy it's definitely not i would kill a man to eat real cake like, oh, it's, it's, it's fu- not funny. Again, I need another term. Somebody please tell me something I can say besides <laughs> it's funny because some of the time, well, most of the time, it's not actually funny. <laughs> but you found out like that you were gluten sensitive when it was starting to be a trendy thing. I know. Like during that whole wave of everybody was going gluten free for trend reasons. And that's when you were like getting sick. <laughs> Yep. It was a living hell, my friends. A living hell. So. Didn't help when I kept trying to get you drunk and eat pizza, so. (laughs) No, that did not help. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So that's my struggle, is trying to figure out how to feed everyone around my diet. Because I don't like to have a whole lot of gluten stuff in the house. Because it just makes me feel gross. And, well, yeah, ooh. and you've got to worry about cross-contamination and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Especially since your your boys are still young, so yeah. they don't understand the significance of it. Yeah, I finally got them convinced they cannot drink from my water bottle at all. Well, that's good. And I'm pretty sure, like, everyone thinks I'm a real dick because of it, but it's like, no, they backwash and they eat bread, so I don't want to hear it from you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kids are gross, yo. Kids are nasty. They backwash. All sorts of things. I had to explain to my youngest he's too old to pee in the backyard anymore. (laughs) You know what? I'm laughing because I, like, before we moved, I was having that same struggle with my two oldest. (laughs) What is it with peeing outside, boys? It's just so easy for them. I know. I wish it was that easy for us. Honestly, I'd pee outside. Right. Yeah, but... Wow, we are off topic. We should probably wrap this up. Right? At least we're at the end of the episode before it was just like, here you go, guys. Know all of these things now. Yeah. We got real deep into some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but not this time. We stayed mostly on track. Right? So that, that's good. Yeah. And we shared some tips for managing anxiety mm-hmm. and not having your glasses fog up while yeah. you're enduring this pandemic which is very triggering so yes but yeah if anyone can answer like what it's like to not have inner monologue like go to awkward awkward FM, click one of our social media links and message us because like i said i want to see some real life experience with this and Yeah, I have questions, and I want to ask to somebody who's not going to think I'm just being super nosy. I'm just curious in a way of learning, not curious to degrade somebody. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, also, if anyone right now is struggling, know that we're very proud of you and that we love you. We do love you. Like, if you need that, like, little boost like or a reminder to mm-hmm. like take your meds or a little boost of confidence to make that first doctor's mm-hmm. appointment or first therapy session appointment hit us up yeah. like you don't even have to tell us what you're doing just say i need some encouragement 
and we will both be like, yeah, you got this, 100%. We're mm-hmm. proud of you. Like, anytime. You don't even have to tell us what's going on. We'll just be like, yeah, you do this. Mm-hmm. You go, Glenn Coco. I'll send you some gifts or something because yeah. that's how I roll. <laughs> it's a real good way to communicate just through pictures, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Especially when I text you, it's just like, girl. Girl. Yeah. I love that. Um, (laughs) Do remember, guys, when you are on meds, if you start feeling better, that doesn't mean you stop taking them. That's something that... That means they're working. Yeah. That's something that I get reminded about quite often. By me. By a lot of people. (laughs) You, my therapist, my doctor, they're like, remember, keep taking your meds. And it's like, okay... And so, and if you have troubles remembering to take your medicines, um, set an alarm clock. That's how I roll. I have a morning alarm clock and a night alarm clock. And they tell yep. me when to do it. And make sure that when it goes off, you actually get up and do it. Because that's my other struggle. Right. Pushing snooze too many mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, though. So. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You got this. Thank you. And if I think of anything else, we will share it on the page. Yeah. So we will put those links into the description for this episode. And remember, we love you. We love you. Be safe. Just stay hydrated. Take your meds. Uh, kiss a puppy. <laughs> uh, don't eat yellow snow. Oh, my God. yeah, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Don't drink the water if it's glowing. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. We love you. Bye. Bye.